This is episode seven of Live and Learn, and we go learn today with water dogs, scuba, and safety. Welcome to Live and Learn. My name is Shirley Layer. I am the founder of Learn, and on each episode, we bring you interesting people within our communities that have knowledge, experience, and unique skills to share. These individuals are entrepreneurs, artisans, hobbyists, but most of all, people that live in your own backyard. Thank you for tuning in with me, and I hope you learned something new today. All right, guys, so today I had an awesome conversation with Rich Holiday and Cecil Stout, the owners of Water Dog Scuba and Safety. Um, I really enjoyed our interview because I've always been kind of reluctant about scuba diving uh, and I'm a bit of a daredevil. So I don't know, scuba diving is just one of those things. But the information that they shared with me on the interview really convinced me otherwise. So I'm excited because I will be diving sometime in the near future. So in this episode, we learn about the basics of scuba diving and how it all works. We also knock out a couple of myths and fears that most people have associated with being in the ocean, much to my relief, and some really interesting places that they've been able to explore. And quite honestly, very few human beings have been able to experience. So um, I really enjoyed our conversation. Scuba diving has been a a hobby of my dad and he's always told me about how amazing it is. So uh, it was really cool to sit down with both of these guys that have just so much experience. I mean, years and years of experience and information to share. So I hope that you guys learn something new as well. And before we get started, I just want to give a huge shout out to our collaborators that make this show possible. This podcast is in collaboration with Local, an amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small businesses within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localclarksville.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondell Video Company, where they help your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit them at BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-workspace solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. So make sure to visit ClarksvilleOfficeNow.com for more information. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedit.learnedit.com. Thanks again to all our collaborators for making this podcast possible. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Today, I am uh, here with Rich Holiday and Cecil Stout from Water Dogs Scuba and Safety. So I'm really excited because I have been wanting to learn more about scuba diving. And I'm not going to lie, it's something that has always kind of intimidated me. So I think I'm the perfect person to do this interview with you guys. Outstanding. All right. So I'm excited to learn more. Thank you for having us here today. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And we'll get you you tied into that. You already mentioned your father likes it. Yes, he loves it. All right, um, so Rich and Cecil, thank you so much for joining us. And just so you know, how does it feel to be the first men to be on the podcast? Oh, <laughs> well, there's a chance. Well, I, I, we did not know. There you uh, go. Honored, honored right? Yeah, very honored. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm really excited to have you guys on. I have so many questions for you guys when it comes to scuba diving. Um, but before we get into that, what is one fun fact that you can share with us about scuba diving? Well, I think, you know, like we talked about, uh, uh, despite all the movies and mm-hmm. TV shows and radio and everything, mm-hmm. that the 
it's very, very, very rare for there actual to be, actually to be a shark attack. Ah, uh, so it's or, a or, myth. Or a, and it's even more a, a death from shark uh-huh. attack. It's a big myth. Right. Sharks are awesome, great to dive with. Yeah. You just got to be careful. There's always risk, but that would be probably the number one. Number one. That makes sense, too. And it, it's funny because that's like one of my biggest fears. I'm always afraid of things that start with S, so like snakes, spiders, and sharks. Okay. And that's been the one thing. And I'm like, you know what? And I actually went on Google this morning, and it said, only about 12 people a year die from sharks worldwide. World. So, I world. mean, that's when you think about craft, uh, traffic, you know, accidents and stuff like that. I mean, it's oh, way yes. up there. And typically, that's never a scuba diver. Right. We taste bad. Yeah, right? We <laughs> we're wearing neoprene and we blow bubbles at them. Yeah, sharks. they don't like that. They need a yes. little seasoning in there. Nice. Well, I actually have a fun fact as well. Um, and it says that once you get below 10 meters depth, you can't see red or yellow, and if you cut yourself, your blood looks blue. Is that true? Can you guys sure. confirm yeah. that? Yeah, blue, it yeah. depends upon the depth that it might be green. Like, wow. uh, like uh, we were just diving in Key Largo, uh-huh. and the wrinkler flag was Yeah, it green. was gray, Grayish, and yeah. so we were, we were spear fishing uh-huh. while we were down there. Uh, There's a, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> There's an invasive species down there we were basically oh, wow. harvesting. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, when you cut them, their blood is that color when it comes out. But it's oh, not really, wow. it just looks that way at the depth. Because they've been so were, deep in there. Yeah, because we were, yeah. That's yeah, incredible. We were about probably 80 feet deep. Wow, so, 80 so, feet. Yeah, so that's what the, that's because you lose the mm-hmm. refraction of light. You know, the red, your Roy G. Biv, you mm-hmm. lose the colors in that. Mm, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, is it true when you go too deep, like your ears pop? Is that a true thing? Well, typically, whenever you go about three feet down inside a pool at the, yeah. at the house, you have to clear your ears. Right. As you go a little bit deeper for the first, particularly the first uh, uh, atmosphere, you're going to really clear your ears. So about from three feet to 35 feet, you're mm-hmm. really clearing your ears. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a lot of us don't clear our ears at all afterwards. And every once in a while, it's just every so often because the body kind of adapts to adapts it. Adapts to it. Wow, interesting. Okay, it's just water pressure. Yeah, the very first, the very first atmosphere is a big change. Okay, so basically, it requires a lot of maintenance. Mm, Gotcha. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm excited to get more into that. But before we do, I want to talk about um, water dogs Um, specifically. You guys started back in 2012. Is that when you got started? Yeah, Yeah, I started started putting things together in 2012. Okay, cool. So, what's the story? How did y'all get started? And when did y'all start diving like here in the area? No, that's a challenge. <laughs> well, that's kind of so. Cecil and I, uh, Cecil and I met uh, at uh, uh, training at another another place that's not here anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, we we just started talking, and, and we just wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, you know, the divers in town mm-hmm. were all um, at the time. Most of them were driving to Nashville mm-hmm. to for all their scuba diving needs and what have you. So we said that you know we could we could maybe do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So we were. Together in Pensacola, actually, when we uh, started talking through the idea, then it just kind of grew from there. And that was summer of 2012, and then we opened the doors April 1st, 2013. Wow, nice. I feel like a lot's happened. A lot of businesses have opened or started in 2012. That's when I started my printing business, and I've talked to okay. several other small businesses yeah. here, like, oh, yeah, 2012. So I think it's been a big year for all of us. Um, where are some of the places here that you guys go diving? Because that was one thing that I thought, like, there's a diving school in Clarksville, but yeah. where? Uh, so where are some of the places that you guys go? 
of course, Penny Royal Quarry out of Hopkinsville okay. is our primary site. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a site in Illinois, which is called Merritt Springs. Okay. Um, that's a, a real good training site. It's got an aircraft crashed in it, and it's kind of cool. And then uh, we also go down to Coffee Ground, which is on the Alabama line. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, basically we continue south all the way into uh, Florida and from the, that general direction. So that's that's our typical dive sites. Gotcha. <clears throat> what are some of the most extravagant dives you guys have made? Go ahead, truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a place in Micronesia in the South Pacific where it was the second. So during the Second World War, the Japanese Navy's big port was Tokyo, of course, but their second biggest port was in this lagoon, this safe area called Truck Lagoon in Micronesia, mm -hmm. and it's off the island of Chuk. Mm -hmm. And uh, near the end of World War II, the we attacked the U.S. Navy attacked and sank dozens and dozens of warships, airplanes, mm. everything that were, it was kind of the end of the Japanese Navy's mm -hmm. ability to fight uh, at the, near the end of the Second World War. So all these ships sit in relatively shallow water, you know, most of them are above 200 feet deep, which is still 200 feet is pretty deep, but it's, you know, there's a lot of them that are above 100 feet deep. So mm -hmm. we spent two, well, 10 days diving wow. know, two or three times a day on those wrecks. That's that amazing. Probably, you know, hard to get to. Yeah, you know, there's no easy way uh -huh. into uh, any of those small islands in the South Pacific, but well worth it. Wow. So how long can one be underwater? I guess, is there different tank sizes or what's the typical um, time that you can stay under? Well, it's kind of relative to the depth. Okay. Okay. So if you go real deep, it's going to be much shorter than if you're staying shallow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So approximately if you wanted to dive at 35 feet, in theory, before you had to come up, you you could be there about 205 minutes. Wow. Okay, but mm -hmm. your air supply won't last that long, so you're kind of restricted by your air supply. Okay. So that's where you kind of fall into the how how big of a tank do I take, or how mm. little of a tank do I take? Got you. And so there are different tank sizes. Yes. Depending on. Yes. Okay. What's the deepest you can dive? Well, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Recreationally, it's 130 feet. Uh, okay. Technically, it's unlimited. Uh, hmm. I think that the deepest diver is just about 600 feet right in that. Wow. Well, the, the world record, I think, is around 1,000 now. But that's that's beyond the level of anything that, you know, it, 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 and it's not. So that's the recreational limit, 130. But someone who's just started diving, just got certified, mm -hmm. you know, they're limited 60 to 60 feet. feet right. So mm -hmm. then as you get a little more training, you're limited to 100 feet. And then the... Again, you know, like like Cecil said, 130 feet. But then you go into more specialized training where you can go deeper using different types of air, mm. you know, stuff like that 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 counteracts some of the effects of being deep like that. Gotcha. But it's progressive because everybody's got their own learning rate. Okay. So basically, you got to hone your skills at up here mm -hmm. to start working your way down there if that's where you want to go. A lot of people don't want to go there. 35 feet in a coral reef is. Gorgeous. That's it. Yes. Yep. You know, better <laughs> light. You know, you get all the sunshine that makes it all the way down there. The color's better. You know, because it is you lose color the deeper you go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So you can go as deep as you want, or you can stay as high and still that's get right. still get a great experience. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's something that I've always been fascinated about is going like to the coral reefs. Um, I was looking online at I think it said uh, there's a one of the coral reefs is like as big as England. Um, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was, uh, I gotta look it up now. Uh, but there's a lot of life on there 
and just being able to go and you know see how it's like and be under the water for maybe an hour or two, you can experience that different world because that's what it is. Yeah. It's like a whole nother world down there, and we barely know anything about it, right? We were talking earlier before the podcast that they have. We know more about the surface of the moon than we do of what's Bottom underneath ocean. our oceans. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So. How would one that's never gone scuba diving before, how would one get started? What are some of the, I guess, basics that you would have to learn? Well, the first thing is, is that we do prefer students who swim. Okay. Okay. It's really <laughs> handy have, to, yep. to be able to do that. But we have something called Discover Scuba. Okay. And a Discover Scuba is, gives you about three hours of between classroom, pool, transportation, and getting ready, mm-hmm. and then getting in the water and getting back out. Uh, no more than it's two to three hours depending on how it works that day how many people Mm -hmm. but uh, that gives you an opportunity to get under breathe under the water do some simple skills see whether you enjoyed it whether this is for you Mm -hmm. okay and if it's for you then you can continue your training because it's actually most of it is dive one anyway so we're we're for training dive Mm -hmm. so we're basically giving you some basic skills right then and there Uh, or you can just jump straight in and go straight for the open water course and Mm. uh, see how it works some people just get really excited underwater i mean i did right and how long have you been diving long time (laughs) (laughs) i was certified in 67. wow 67. so that's uh, been a couple weeks (laughs) been a couple weeks nice what's been now in his defense he was a young youngster of what 12. I was 10 at that time. 10 years old, you started diving. What's the age limit to start? Is there a time? 10 years old. 10 years old? To to become certified. So, you know, when we talk about getting certified, the the initial certification to say, hey, you can go dive without an instructor or a dive professional with you, that's called an open water certification. Mm -hmm. So the the minimum age for that is called junior open water is 10 years old but there's still some limitations at that additional to what you know like we mentioned an open water certified can go 60 feet deep well a junior can only go 40 feet deep and Mm. they're they're supposed to do that with a certified uh parent if they're going out on their own so but it's a great introduction because there is there's great stuff to see in you know 20 feet of water 15 feet of water 30 feet of water so that that starts at 10 years old and you know we want to stress that the that initial certification that allows you to go out there and experience everything right Mm -hmm. uh that the underwater can can offer but that's not where we want people to stop right that doesn't make you a you know a seasoned diver We, we want you to do that so that you can then really start growing and become a diver's diver which is what a lot of our what is a diver's diver uh somebody that's you know is comfortable and Mm -hmm. competent in Mm -hmm. Uh, and confident in a variety of different environments. Like we had some great new divers come with us to this Key Largo trip week four last. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was their first step in the ocean and they all really grew from the experience. You know, wow. now they kind of, you know, it's it's great to dive freshwater quarries. It's fun and it's awesome. But when you get down there and you see, you know, the, the myriad of life and all the mm-hmm. different colors underwater and, you know, you've got uh, uh, sea creatures coming up and playing with you. That's it so cool. really, like, wow, this is something else. Yeah. You know. Have y'all come across, like, dolphins that come up underwater? and? Yeah, so about <laughs> a month ago, we were off of uh, uh, diving out of Destin, Destin Florida out, mm-hmm. and uh, we had done kind of a long dive with some specialized training, so we were stopped on the way up, letting our bodies readjust, 
Mm-hmm. And a pod of 13 dolphins came and played with us. Wow. While we were hanging there on this rope, holding on to it, one swam by uh-huh. and looked back over, kind of looked back over its shoulder and swam over to us. Oh, that's and was so cool. Us out. So they, you know, they, they, they're, they're curious. Yeah. And they're very intelligent, right? Yes. I mean, they, I can't remember what it was, but compared to humans, they're really high up there. Yes. As far as communicate yes. and consciousness is concerned. Wow. So what is, um, where's somewhere that you guys haven't dived yet that you'd love to be able to do? My goodness, so many places. <laughs> Galapagos. Palau and yeah. Galapagos. Yeah, Palau and Galapagos, yeah. Well, both of them are on our radar screen. There. Yeah. We've kind of got an unofficial plan that we're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I heard about that unofficial plan. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. We, we take an international trip. Uh, twice a year, the spring and the fall. Uh, this we've never been to Little Cayman Island, which mm-hmm. we're going to this fall, and then uh, we're going to the Dominican Republic mm. uh, in the spring. Yeah. So we, sometimes we'll go to the same places twice, but typically we we like to go out there and, and you know the divers that dive with us regularly and travel with us, they mm-hmm. like to see different places as well. Yeah. So like spring is Dominican Republic, and then um, we haven't placed it for fall 2020 but somewhere cool gotcha nice amazing remember it has maybe belize or someplace Uh, see i'll i'll learn by that time just let me know the year and then i'll start training up to that point well you know it doesn't take that long though yeah it doesn't take that long i mean you can get certified in you know a couple weeks but really weekends you can get certified as an open water diver yeah and then you start Uh building that experience now once the weakest program we got is eight days Eight days? Wow, that's, I thought it would be months. That's no, so crazy, no, that's no, really no. quick. No. Now, once you become certified, do you, can you go on your own? But it's probably always smart to go with someone else, I'm sure. Yes, yes. yeah, you should okay. always dive with a buddy. You okay. should always dive with a buddy. Gotcha, yes. okay. Um, and so, uh, you guys also, in addition to you know the traveling and, and exploring, you guys also do safety. Right, so you teach a, a, a plethora of training um, for when it comes to re, uh, search and rescue. So how does that kind of play into what you guys are doing? Well, we, we actually drew up a little uh, chart yesterday that showed that we have 37 different uh, CPR safety classes that mm-hmm. we offer wow. as, as an agency. So, uh, and we do it with multiple agencies from American Heart, American Red Cross to uh, emergency first response to uh, PADI, Professional Dive Association, Dive Instructors, and then of course, Diver Alert uh, Network. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, we have all levels of instruction as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of what we do, mm-hmm. you have to be prepared to be able to help because right. where we go is the Wild West. Yeah. Okay. Because when we're out there in, on, on a dive site, that's only us. Mm-hmm. So we got to be able to stabilize and be able to transport and be able to get them back and to recover if something happens. Right. Now, knock on wood, thank God it doesn't happen, but it, there's always that opportunity. So mm-hmm. we have to be prepared for that at all times. So you have to make sure you have all the right gear in the boat and uh, all the right people trained as we go along. So, mm-hmm. And it's kind of a confidence builder for a young diver to know that he can assist in case of emergency like that. Yeah. Because it does happen. Right. Uh, you just don't know when. And you always have to be prepared, even. Right, right exactly. So, is, and, and all scuba instructors have to be, uh, must be certified uh, CPR and first aid instructors. Okay. They have to be, it's a requirement. And that has kind of led into 
the growth of this, the safety side of our business, where now we offer, uh, we're the only place in the area that offers BLS for the healthcare provider by the American Heart Association uh, every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that has been, we've got people training at the at the shop right now that are healthcare providers, nurses mm. that got to have that certification. So, not you know, we're offering that and the ability to certify instructors in in those agencies as well, Heart Association, Red Cross. Gotcha. Wow. And we actually train more CPR people than mm-hmm. any other agency in, up in our area. So basically, yeah. we're doing something right when it comes doing to Doing something right. Something's working. Nice. Yeah. In fact, is to come here, I just walked out past a class that was already being uh-huh. four people in a class today. And where do you guys do that at? Well, we have two classrooms over at the uh, shop. So basically, mm-hmm. one of the classrooms. Okay. And on the sides of the class. Right downtown off Riverside at 681 North Spring Street. We're right across from, uh, there's a Sonic there, right near the intersection of Fort Cable Boulevard and Mm -hmm. Riverside Drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, because I passed you guys. I'm like, where are they at? You just got to go up the hill, and there you go. Yep, just on Spring Street, just off of Riverside. Nice. Just before the Humane Society. Just before. Which has a dog pause there, uh-huh. symbol, and we have a dog pause. <laughs> so it so doesn't happen as much. We used to get people in there trying to, uh, yeah. trying adopt to adopt pet. pets all the time. Where are the dogs? dogs? Where are the dogs? Which brings me back. Where, how did the name Water Dogs come about? Mm. Military references. Okay. Yeah, so uh, both of us are retired military. Nice. Uh, Cecil, uh, Cecil's a Marine. Mm-hmm. I'm was, was a soldier, so yep. uh, dog faces and devil dogs. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So when I went, I actually went to witness one of the courses or the classes you guys were doing, and that was at the New Providence um, pool. Yes. Which one was that one? Oh, I think we probably, because usually we go to the pool on Wednesday evenings. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that was Wednesday, and, yeah. Um, usually, there's a, usually a, a variety of different classes going on. Okay. Uh, in, in any given Wednesday evening, we might have a Discover Scuba happening, mm-hmm. uh, some people preparing for their open water dives. Uh, somebody else taking a specialty course, mm-hmm. uh, somebody else, you know, uh, coming back to get refreshed because they used to be a diver like your father. We yeah. talked about, right? Yep. So your father to come back to it, he would want to come take a refresher course. Mm-hmm. So we offer that. They don't have to go through the full certification, but it's a reminder and an update. Gotcha. So it could have been, I, I don't remember, but we stay mm-hmm. pretty, pretty busy. And, you know, we use the New Providence Aquatic Center. Uh, in the wintertime because it's a, it's a great indoor pool. Yeah. Uh, in the summertime, we use a couple other pools right. uh, as well. APSU is where we're going on Wednesday evenings now. Gotcha. Yeah, I'd never been there, and I saw, I mean, it's a huge pool, and then yes. I saw how, you know, they were instructing them, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty amazing. They were under the water for, like, at least 20 minutes or so. Yes. Just training. Yes. So that's cool. So you get everyone trained up here, and then you take them out to wherever ocean or quarry. Yes. Um, nice. And then you plan those uh, trips in advance. How many people usually can go on those? No more than 20. No more than yeah, 20. Yeah, we, we have taken some bigger groups, but, but we try to keep it. I mean, we set limits now, typically about 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go up a little bit from that, but typically about 16. It's a better experience for everybody. Gotcha. I mean, there are, you know, there are, you know, there are uh, tour groups that'll be, you know, upwards of 30. But mm-hmm. In general, we find that it's a smaller, tighter group when you got about 16. Right. In fact, there's a lot of dive resorts don't have a lot of space for rooms. Like yeah, just, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. So they don't, they can't cater to that. Mm. Well, there was one thing that Richard failed to mention about in that pool. We Uh-oh. also t- change, uh, trained professionals. 
Uh, okay, yeah. so we teach other instructors, so mm-hmm. we have a school that's constantly going. And we're through the Tennessee Higher Education Commission, we are one of their schools mm-hmm. that'll, that can do a secondary education for people. Oh, or wow. we can become professionals. Yeah, seeking so, dive professional. Right? Yeah. It's amazing. You got, and you guys have quite a few instructors. I went on your website and I think there was like 15 or so? Or? Uh, I, I really don't think that number reflects right now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so for, for uh, instructors, uh-huh. instructor candidates, dive masters, and dive master candidates, we've got about 30, 36. Oh, wow. 36 now. Got you. And so each one of them can take them out and dive and... It, it depends on their level. Gotcha. What they Instructor scale. Okay. So the dive masters are, they help. You know, okay. They're, they're, they assist the instructor to make sure he can give the, the student diver the best experience possible. Awesome. Nice. Well, guys, I am so glad that you guys came on and, and was able to share this information. You made me feel a lot more comfortable. So Good. I am Good. excited to try it, and I'm going to bring bring my dad yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, bring your yeah. dad. That would yes. be great. Because, I mean, when you think about it, like you were saying, 79 or 70% of our world is underwater. Why not go out there and discover it? There's so much more to see. So I'm really excited. Um, but before we end, we like to end this with something called a lightning round. Lightning so round. So we're gonna oh, get to okay. get, yeah, we're gonna get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, I'm gonna ask about a dozen questions, nothing too crazy. Uh, so just answer this um, with whatever comes to your mind first. So do you enjoy dawn or dusk? Dawn. Dusk. Dusk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Te- I may have just said something different. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, texting or talking? Talking. Talk. Yeah. Favorite day of the week? Friday? I'd go with Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Those are both good days, yeah. Both Those good are days. both the, good days. My, my day off is Friday. Oh. Jesus, day off is Sunday. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? Well, I, I like, I do like, I like, kind of like D.C. Washington, yeah. D.C. I kind of like Washington, D.C. But you can't dive in D.C., can That's you? a big city, though. We're ah, talking big cities. Okay, I see what you're so, saying. Pensacola? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How That's for diving that? purposes. Right. Yeah. But I'd go to Jackson Hole. Where's that at? Wyoming. Wyoming. See, I've never been to Wyoming. I'd yeah. Check it out. Is it quiet? Yes. Yeah. Get away from the city. Gotcha. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? We're supposed to answer quickly. Yeah, quickly, quickly, <laughs> quickly, quickly, quickly. That one's kind of hard to think about. Uh, yes, there's so many opportunities out there. <laughs> Maybe thinking about, I don't know, the places y'all have seen underwater. And <laughs> I, I, I kind of like, like the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that one because yeah. that's when, you know, that scuba was in its infancy and mm. that's when a lot of creation was coming up. So whenever you got it, if you were a scuba diver then, it was truly the Wild West. Wow. Yeah. People really didn't understand. Figuring stuff doing. out. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Oh, these are hard <laughs> questions. Are they? I, I'm an animal talker. Yeah, I can me too. Right off the bat. <laughs> probably, probably speak every language in the speak world. Speak every language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. He's a people person. Yeah, he's a people person. <laughs> How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Oh, mm. well, probably two. I probably have one to two. Oh, Cecil, uh, three. 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 <laughs> but he does half cap. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, well, that's Cecil not bad. Yeah, yeah, see, that, it yeah. cancels each other out. Um, what's your favorite season? Fall. Summer. Summer. Summer, yeah. yeah. What, what's the best season to dive? 
Well, the warmest, I mean, it depends upon the type of dive and where you're yeah. going. But yeah, you know, I'd go with summer. Gotcha. Diving truly is a year-round sport. It's mm -hmm. just about equipment and training. So right. right equipment, right training. You can dive 12 months a year in any kind of water. Gotcha. Um, how long does it take for you to get ready? This is going to be interesting. As in ready? Like to ready to go out. Like to get dressed. Like to get, like like to to get dressed. in the morning? Yeah, in the morning. I don't know, yeah. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. I've asked several women, and it's always five or 10, so I'm like, wow, I would have expected a little longer. But yeah. No. yeah. Nobody's going to tell you that. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I don't have to do Exaggerating. Yeah, that's exactly. right. No makeup, I don't no use any product. No, product. Yeah. <laughs> no facial cream. Um, do you ask permission or beg for forgiveness? It depends. Mm. Depends. Yeah. I'm trying to learn how to ask for permission, <laughs> yeah. but typically I'm a better done. And then yep. I will ask for permission, but I, I won't wait long for an answer. Ah, I'll like say, that. hey, I'm going to do this. Yep. What do you think? If you don't tell me quick, I'm going to do it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Nice. Um, giving presents or getting presents? Giving. Giving. Yeah. yeah giving presents, yeah. yeah. Um, invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. I have to go with super strength. Yeah. 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 When I have two people, usually one answers invisible yes, and the other yes, super strength. That's yes. so funny. Um, okay, so last question. If you could learn or experience anything at all that you have not yet, what would that be? Space travel. Yeah. Right. SpaceX. Elon yeah. Musk is making it happen. Yeah. About yeah, to colonize we, Mars soon. We got to get some more people in the doors, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let them try it out. Come back, tell me how it was 50 yeah, years later. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, guys. Um, so, where can people find you um, social media wise? How can they get in contact with you? Well, we have a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and of course, we have our website, which is uh, www.waterdogs-scuba.com. Okay. Uh, and of course, they can call us anytime at 931 389 3483. Mm -hmm. uh, or they can stop by and see us at 681 North Spring Street. That's yep. our favorite. That's our favorite. We get a lot of, we get a lot of you know, questions on Messenger and stuff. Uh -huh. We really can't relay. The, the, the passion, right. I guess, or, or really everything that's involved through mm -hmm. text messaging or, or messaging. Yeah, you, know you have to so, be in person. Uh, for Clark's Village, you can also just look at diveclarksville.com. And that'll take you to our website as well. Okay. And we have Instagram, Water Dog Scuba Safety. Mm -hmm. Like Cecil mentioned, uh, uh, the Facebook, you know, mm -hmm. Water Dog Scuba. If you just search for us on Facebook, you'll find us. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I learned a lot, and I will be seeing you guys very soon so we can good. dive together. Good, good, right. good. Looking Thanks. forward to it. All right, guys. So there you have it. That was my interview with Water Dog Scuba and Safety. So the myth has been busted. There is so much less to fear in the water than you would outside of it. So if you've been contemplating going scuba diving, don't anymore. Make it something to do on your bucket list. Um, if you guys are listening on the Anchor app, please be sure uh, to leave us feedback. You can send us a message on future episodes that you'd like to see, or just send us a message on what you think um, the podcast is like, right? Give us some feedback. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or any other podcasting app, leave us a review. We love to hear what you guys are saying uh, so that we can improve or keep doing what we're doing. So before we end, I just wanna give another shout out to our collaborators that make the show possible. So a huge shout out to local and amazing organization that looks beyond the chain stores and spotlights local small business within our community and beyond. Make sure to check them out at localclarksville.com. 
www.blondelvideo.com. Another huge shout out to the incredibly talented Blondel Video Company. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast, you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, and the, the Facebook is available on Locals Facebook page and also Learn. Uh, so major shout out to uh, Blondel Video Company. She also um, helps your home tell its story with professional photo and video tours. So if your home is on the market in Clarksville, Tennessee, make sure to visit BlondellVideo.com. Also want to shout out the beautifully crafted Office Now co-working space that is the Clarksville's premier workspace solution. This is Clarksville's first ever co-work space solution with concierge services and the largest art gallery in the city. And lastly, want to give a shout out to Learn, where we are connecting local people within the community that want to learn or experience something hands-on. So go find unique activities that are hosted by local talent in your own backyard today at livedittlearnedit.com. And make sure to tune in with us next time here on Live and Learn. And you can also find us on Instagram at lived it, learned it and on Facebook. So see you guys live, learn, share and grow. Take care.